Science and Technology. Everybody, what's up? Welcome to Steampunks. I'm your co-host, Emily Schock. And I'm Zachary Schock, your co-host husband and number one fan of Emily. <laughs> now, I'm not sure why, but I feel very compelled to say this is definitely not a Harry Potter podcast. Not even a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> Do you often have people mistake it for a Harry Potter podcast? All the time. You know, so many is, letters. That's it's all so our Twitter is about. <laughs> we have guests. Yes. It, this is a special episode today. Uh, we have with us Alex and JD from the wonderful podcast, Sorted. Not to be mixed I'm up Alex. with the wonderful podcast. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I'm JD. I'm Alex's fiance and also i like her a lot (laughs) (laughs) i'm like probably at least like the top 10 of your fans (laughs) you have to fight it out you know you have to go to the battle royale and figure it out for for the true (laughs) top fan (laughs) true bloodshed i mean a lot of people have actually paid alex to do work and i haven't technically done that There we go. That's how that works. Precious. (laughs) You pay her in love. Mm. (laughs) Anyway, what are we doing here today? Well, today we have a lovely list of steampunks. And actually, you know, I'm going to rewind that a bit. Hey, Zach, don't you have an intro for us? (laughs) Well, I guess. It is now fall of 2021, and once again, Hogwarts has been chosen to host the illustrious Tri-Wizard Cup Tournament. As we all know, the Tri in the title became obsolete in 1994, when a certain boy who lived has, was entered as a fourth contestant, albeit against his will. Even with the disastrous results of that competition year, many felt that it was a good time to expand the horizons and allow wizarding schools from across the entire world to enter the student's name into the cup. A new school to the competition has arrived this year, the Steampunk School of Badassery and Wizardry. (laughs) (laughs) Five students have entered their name into the cup, each from a different house of steam. From science, we have Mary Anning, a paleontologist famous for discovering a huge number of fossils, including the first complete plesiosaurus ever found. From technology, we have Sister Mary Kenneth Keller, a nun who received America's first PhD in computer science and was a huge proponent of technological education. From engineering, though she would have accepted arts had she been sorted there, we have Hedy Lamar, both actress and inventor, and the reason we have Bluetooth and Wi-Fi today. From arts, we have Julie Daubeny, a bit of a wild child. Julie has quite the past involving opera singing, nunnery burning, sword fighting, and much more. 
Finally, from math, we have Ada Lovelace, a mathematician so talented that she was able to become the world's first computer programmer on a computer that couldn't even exist yet, given the technology of the time. We students here at Hogwarts are hanging out in the Great Hall, discussing all of the new arrivals, and wondering where they would be sorted had they come to our school instead. We're in the fiction. Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Heck yeah. <laughs> that was all Gosh, Emily. Don it all to heck out of it. <laughs> <laughs> Family show, dang it. I get excited. <laughs> We'll get through this together. This is very good. This is very good. I'm also impressed. I've heard of some of these people before. That's Yay! <laughs> so I do have one base rule. Not all of these can be Ravenclaw. Absolutely. That's, We're going to yeah, want them valid. to be. That's valid. Absolutely. Oh, this is also and... a little different. Aren't we generally have a rule that we don't sort real people, but this <laughs> yeah. is a special, yeah. uh, special circumstance. It's yeah. definitely different when they're all dead. Yes. Yes. <laughs> These are all very, very dead people. We did. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> don't listen to that our podcast okay. and hate us. <laughs> We're allowed to dictate their fate when they're already dead. Mm -hmm. yeah. that's, that's the rules. They can't mm -hmm. disagree with us, so it's allowed. <laughs> <laughs> um, for people who are not well versed in Harry Potter, like my lovely husband here, would you guys be willing to give us a brief overview of the Hogwarts houses? Absolutely. Yeah. Woo. Sure. Okay. So Hogwarts, the students are sorted into four houses. I'm just, I just almost started singing our intro. The students of Hogwarts sorted in. <laughs> houses according to whatever that stupid sorting hat says they ought to do. Um, <laughs> it's language. Sorry. It's shifty. <laughs> yeah. um, we don't use the S word. Science? Um, <laughs> no, that's a good S word. Um, yes. <laughs> so there's, there's four Hogwarts houses, Gryffindor, Slytherin, Ravenclaw, and Hufflepuff. And each house sort of has a series of characteristics determined by each one. In, <laughs> in Worlds, there are originally the four founders of Hogwarts, and they were each the traits that each of the four ha founders valued the most in their students. Mm -hmm. okay. So for example, okay. you have uh, Gryffindor, which is the house of bravery, chivalry, uh, daring and nerve, and... Uh, that kind of stuff. The hero. White house. knight. Yeah. In the, yep, in the series, go. that's where Harry, Ron, Hermione, and all the main characters that's are. All the main characters <laughs> are in Gryffindor. Yes. You've um, got Slytherin, which is known for being really evil. <laughs> um, except no. not exclusively. It just yeah, wasn't I, that's the, the one story. thing I know. Uh, not all no, evil. Slytherin house values cunning, sneakiness sometimes. <laughs> I mean, it is. It's not yeah. the only thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Determination. Yeah. Fraternity was a word we saw. Leadership. Yeah. Ooh. Like, uh, self, that's a good one. Uh, Self-preservation. Self self like they're very, mm -hmm. yeah, they're very, they're very focused on the self, but that does expand to like their own personal circle. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. It's not that they don't yeah. care about other people. It's that they only care about the people that they care about. Yeah. 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 Uh, and then we have Ravenclaw. Which is the smart one? The smart, <laughs> the smart <laughs> one. Uh, wit and learning, creativity. Yeah. Books. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the, 
the nerd has. <laughs> but like the important thing no. that's relevant to this show is it's not just that they are smart. Like Hermione was one of the smartest students at Hogwarts. It's that they also value that and consider mm-hmm. that to be like mm-hmm. the most important thing going on with for them. Yeah. Yeah. yeah absolutely. And then you've got Hufflepuff. Whoop 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 whoop. Where where are the Hufflepuffs? We're both Hufflepuffs. Um, Hufflepuff I'm also a Hufflepuff. Nice house. Nice. In- <laughs> Sorry, I'm like, I'm like a mix between Gryffindor and Hufflepuff. I, I've I'm heard that sure. a lot. Yeah, that's a common that mix. A combo. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so yeah, they value hard work, patience, kindness, justice, honesty. Justice. <laughs> yeah, finding things. Finding, finding things. things. <laughs> the, the books describe them as like as sometimes just being like the other ones the leftovers and that's because they are the most tolerant they're the most open to they'll, others they'll take yeah. anyone they'll take anyone and yeah and respect them just as wasn't, much as anyone else wasn't helga hufflepuff's whole thing like what are y'all doing i just want to teach kids i guess i'll take the rest yeah, 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 yeah. i think i think was, there's like a line about like i'll take the lot and teach them just the same yeah yeah Aww. she's just like i am just here to help these kids yeah. <laughs> why are we starting all of these fights please <laughs> This is a school. We're just, yeah. We're just super What do you chill. mean you built a giant secret chamber <laughs> and you put what in it? <laughs> There's a wizarding war? <laughs> oh boy. Lovely. Well, shall yes. we dive into it? Absolutely. I think so. Let's dive. The first one we got is Mary Anning. Um, overview of her. She was the paleontologist. She was super well-read. Also very outspoken and felt uh, extremely slighted over the fact that she discovered all these fossils, but then a bunch of guys bought them from her and said, no, I discovered it. Yeah. <laughs> I discovered it like, in her shop. <laughs> she lived like like around Dover, right? Is that Lyme Regis. Sure. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I remember this because I've learned this as a teaching assistant in the classroom while this was <laughs> while she was being taught to the kids. So it's like, oh cool, I'm also learning. <laughs> <laughs> Learning's fun. Yeah. I remember anything from when I was at school, but now that I yeah. teach. <laughs> That's yeah. That's awesome. Um but yeah, she was I would maybe go Slytherin, but because she oh. was forced to. Oh, yeah. that's was, an interesting take. I was take. also kind of thinking Slytherin. Like, it sounds like she wants, like, she wanted her... Recognition. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like, exactly. She wanted what she felt like she deserved, and that's unfair. And I could definitely go... Yeah. I was getting a completely different reading. I was yeah? I was getting like, the feeling of Hufflepuff. Oh. In, I could like, also what, see that. Yeah. Like... Clearly, very hardworking. She put a lot of work into what she did, and mm. yeah, she wanted recognition for it because she worked hard. Exactly. She also wants people to be honest. Yeah, yeah. And and she like, still did it even when she was like, you know, if she was Slytherin fully, I feel like she would have been like, well, if y'all aren't gonna give me my due, <laughs> yeah. then I'm done. Exactly. That's what <laughs> yeah, I mean by like sure. forced. Yeah, that's fair. Like, yeah. Hmm. And there's the patience of putting up with all that going on around yes. her as well. <laughs> oh, yup. She did the, also the have value. The value of like justice and yes, that kind mm-hmm. of thing. Yeah, yeah, very speaking true. Speaking up she, against that. Yeah. She also yeah. did have a best friend who was her dog named Trey. 
<laughs> um, who she had trained to both find fossils and then like when they found them and she had to like go get her tools, he would sit there and growl at anybody that tried to <laughs> get them. And I feel like Animal Friend is very Hufflepuff. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's also a known fact from our show that all dogs are Hufflepuff. All dogs are Hufflepuff. It's true. There we go. I think we got it. Got yeah. it? Yeah. I like all right. that. Mary yeah. Anning, the Hufflepuff. <laughs> Ding. Boom. Who's next? I believe it's Hedy Lamar. No, it's Sister Mary Kenneth Keller. Wow, I'm bad at reading. Super bad at reading. <laughs> Sister Mary Kenneth Keller, she, her whole career was basically like she, she, she was a nun, but then she went to college and learned all the computer science. She helped invent BASIC, the a language that's mm -hmm. still used now um got her technically she was the first phd but so was some other guy because they got it on the same day on different <laughs> sides of the country <laughs> <laughs> but um what she, time think, did they get it though oh yeah that's a good 12 35 <laughs> I got it 33 seconds before you. It's <laughs> mine. Time zones. If she was on the East Coast. She was in the mm. East Coast. Ooh, yeah. True, true. So yeah, she wins. She got it first. Boom. I don't know. Time zones are hard. <laughs> <laughs> Network humor. Um, her yeah. in particular, I feel very strongly for Ravenclaw. Yeah. Yeah. So we mm -hmm. we just listened to your episode on her like five minutes before we yeah, started. Yeah, yeah. We're like, oh, so <laughs> some of these I have. This one's fresh. And yeah, let's like, catch up. <laughs> she it clearly I clearly get the impression that like she valued education. She wanted mm -hmm. everyone yeah, to have yeah, the chance yeah. to learn that same way, including and you know especially wanted herself. To progress this technology for the betterment of everyone. Yeah. Mm -hmm. what, and what also I find just for its own sake. Yeah. 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 What I find really interesting about her is she started off in the uh, religious side, but she went and sought out the logical side. You know, yeah. you do not see that, especially around that time. Yeah, because so this like, was like yeah, it's that very is a, interesting. Yeah, it's a real strong argument. She valued about, that that intellect so much. Yes. Yes. Yeah. That, yeah. 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 So I oh, think yeah, that was that, easy. That, that's, that feels very Ravenclaw. Yeah. <laughs> She's our Ravenclaw. <laughs> right, so does that mean we're not allowed any more Ravenclaws? It depends we, on our <laughs> argument. It depends, but... If you can argue it well enough, then if, yes. Yeah. <laughs> you know, state your case. <laughs> All right, now we have Hedy Lamar. I think this one will be interesting. She was a famous actress, famous for her beauty and grace. I said broody. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty and broody. Pretty broody. Um, <laughs> but graceful, beautiful, and then also on the side, invented Bluetooth. So <laughs> Casually. I just had some time, you know. She whatever. was married to, I don't know if he was a Nazi or if he just sold things to the Nazis. <laughs> but what's the uh, difference? Don't worry about it. <laughs> and she took, like, she took that and. Uh, I can't word. She <laughs> learned a lot from him, you know, inventing wise, but eventually left him because of all that, you know, Nazi Nazis. stuff. Valid, valid. <laughs> and continued with the technological stuff, worked with, and both Bluetooth and Wi Fi are directly because of this person who is very widely known as an actress. Yeah. 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 There's a few 
there's a few like actresses that have stuff like that mm-hmm. where it's like it, oh yeah you you know them as this but also they did a bunch of other really cool shit who's oh, the yeah. who's I the mean, woman from a uh, big bang theory Bialik? yes yeah mm. she's like a neuroscientist mm-hmm. yeah yeah and like, it's just uh, so well, tragic you get, you get you get people interviewing yeah the actress like from yeah for, for big bang theory stuff and being like what's it like being around all this techno and it's like well like I could tell the writers more about it than they can tell me. Yeah. Like, I like I am a smart person. I know more than you. <laughs> I know more than you. It's normal. <laughs> I don't know. It's just like life yeah. and stuff. It's actually less than what I normally deal with. Yeah. I I love I love stuff like that. Yes. I I went to school for film and I I took a few classes that were uh very like women directors and like women in film oriented stuff and my favorite one like topics were always when it was like hey you know that they did this stuff but here's a whole bunch of other really cool things because <laughs> uh, it's, it's fascinating to me yeah beautiful yeah. Hmm. anyway <laughs> yeah uh, for hetty i feel like gryffindor is pretty strong yeah I was, I, I was gonna say gryffindor like she is literally so uh on the uh oh shoot uh, on the GMM uh, podcast, I was doing. Uh, we did a. Uh, I cannot talk. <laughs> <laughs> We've all got this today. It all seems like. It's all good. Nope. Uh, we were doing a variation variation on uh, lasers and feelings, and uh, so like you have a scale of one to six, and it's like uh, whether you're passionate or you're more uh, logical reasoning, and like mm-hmm. Hedy Lamar is the perfect example of like three four like right in the middle there 3.5 because like like, she's perfect at both you know and yeah it's just really hard (laughs) for here i could also see her reading her in slytherin yeah like she definitely like yeah there you got there you've got the fame and ambition yeah like mm -hmm. i don't i don't disagree with gryffindor but i could see it going either way yeah yeah Hmm. Hmm. I think my, I think, I'm trying to articulate where my gut rush oh, is coming from. Oh, I know, um, I know. Slytherin, because of uh, Blazing Saddles, they wanted to use her name, uh, but then she sued them, and so they had to make it Hedley Lamar. Hedley Lamar. So, yeah, I think, I'm going to go Slytherin. That does seem a little, because, like, on the one hand, Gryffindor, the things that she made, like, you know, she, 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 left her Nazi husband because she cared so much about the she was also Jewish and so like her people yeah. but then yeah, yeah, yeah. also badass. yeah super badass yeah but that that anecdote does <laughs> yeah <laughs> the, that points me towards names. Slytherin that, too that sounds pretty Slytherin <laughs> <laughs> um, but still a great person oh yes you can be yeah. Slytherin oh, yeah. and not well, the thing. A, a lot of a lot of like people throughout history I feel like have Slytherin tendencies because those are the mm-hmm. kind of people who tend to get ahead yeah they've got and the humans... ambition and the drive to do that kind of thing exactly humans are self-serving not necessarily by nature but like because so many of them are it just yeah. becomes a yeah. tendency yeah. not and all like... not all Slytherin are evil exactly all evil are Slytherin <laughs> <laughs> well, even that no, because no, because Pettigrew, Peter Pettigrew, Peter yep, that dang yep. rat. Yeah, <laughs> but um, no, I was gonna say as well. Yeah, like absolutely, 
not all Slytherins are evil. Common misconception. And like, like the kind of classic example of this in canon is that Merlin was a Slytherin when he went to Hogwarts. What? Yeah. Mm. Yeah. That makes sense. I mean, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> characters in the actual books. I mean, you've got like Slughorn. Yeah. Um, yeah. Which is not the best example. He's morally gray at best. But, yeah, but he uh, he means he's, he's not, well he's yeah. well meaning. He's not yeah. an evil person. No. Yeah. He's nah. just scared. And a bit yep. of a dottery old man at times. Yeah. <laughs> and also sometimes a chair. Occasionally a chair. But aren't we all occasionally a chair? <laughs> I guess not. Okay. <laughs> okay, so uh, there we go. We done did it. Hattie Lamar, the Slytherin. Yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, this one will be fun. Oh my god! The, so, <laughs> speaking of the uh, GMM uh, guest show, Julie Daveny, I played her. <laughs> she. It, so I do a lot of D and D. I uh, am the <laughs> game master, uh, and I make lots of characters. I play lots of characters. Everything. She nice, was nice. my favorite character to ever play. <laughs> she, her story is wild, <laughs> and I love her so much. She was she was born the daughter of the stable master of the king of France. And learned sword fighting and opera singing and dancing and shooting and <laughs> all the things she loved. Nice. All and every gender all the time. Yeah. <laughs> her her main story is she fell in love with a girl and her parents did not approve. So the girl's parents put her into a nunnery. So Julie oh, I think I've heard this. also <laughs> became a nun in that nunnery. <laughs> And when a very old nun died, she took that nun's body and put it in her girlfriend's room and burned the nunnery down. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. Yeah, and that. ran away into the night. That's yeah. so good. That's awesome. <laughs> they broke up like a week later, too. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I know that sounds Slytherin-y. And it probably was, <laughs> but I depends on the lens you look through it. Yeah, like, oh, was she doing it for her? I'm hardcore reading her as Gryffindor. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. like because like while she was crazy and stuff, but like she was doing it for others. Was yeah. she headstrong and uh, rushing in? Is like prototypical Gryffindor. Yeah, because it depends on if she burned the nunnery down for her or for her girlfriend. I mean, nunneries were awful <laughs> back then. Of, it's a little bit of both. It a feels like, but it's fine. Also, just I don't know, sword fighting and gun shooting just feel inherently Gryffindor. It's as well. they really yeah. do. Yup, one hundred percent. They absolutely do. I was coming Alongside in thinking like I'd fight for Slytherin. But... Yeah. <laughs> Now nah, she's like soup Sword in one hand, dip your partner with the other. Yeah. <laughs> and then the opera singing, I'm you know, just to make money. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Language. I'm so, I'm so glad because I was ready to fight for Gryffindor so hard. I'm like, come on, just look at no, the intention. I'm totally there with you. I, I hear the Slytherin argument as well. Yeah. But no, hardcore her and Super Gryffindor. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Gryffindor and Slytherin are two sides of the same coin. They're, they really are. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. Sort of what it comes down to. Mm. Uh, oh my gosh, I love Julie so much. <laughs> <laughs> That's very good. The bisexual wunderkind. <laughs> <laughs> and I really hope that I uh, portrayed her 
appropriately on the thing. I think I did. And uh, check out the latest episode of Good Mo- Good Mountain Mysteries. You got it. Check out the latest episode of Green Mountain Mysteries. Also, just okay, my entire life just sounds just, you know just goals. Yeah. Super yeah. goals. Yeah. <laughs> on to the next big adventure. I would burn down a nunnery for you. I would burn down Aww. a nunnery for you. Oh, nice. my favorite part Fake of the story. Yeah. <laughs> my favorite part of her story is so uh, she got married real early. Oh yeah. And uh, <laughs> the uh, guy she married moved to su- southern France, and she didn't. And so during all of this, she was still married to this guy. <laughs> but after all that, it was many, many years that she was just like decades screwing around. She eventually comes back to him and just spends, isn't the rest of her life settles down? Yeah, I yeah, think. settles with him. until he dies, and then she goes to a nunnery. Wow, <laughs> it's a real full circle situation. Oh. <laughs> Incredible, my favorite. <laughs> All right, so the last on our list is my personal favorite, and Ada. the first on our podcast. It's list. true, full circle again. Ada Lovelace. The world's first computer programmer of any and all genders. Yeah. yeah. I heard um, a lot about her from Doctor Who. <laughs> yes. <laughs> she was the daughter of Lord Byron, and her mother was super afraid that she, uh, she would also become, you know, too imaginative and crazy and insane. So, <laughs> I mean, I'd be afraid of that, too, if Lord Byron was the father of my child. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, Completely valid. So her entire childhood, her imagination was stifled, and she learned, 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 learned. But, I mean, you can't really stifle the imagination of a child. Yeah. <laughs> Just sort of directed somewhere else, yes. it seems like. Yeah. So, Flying, steam-powered horses. Yes, she invented flyology <laughs> when she was, like, 11, which was her her idea to get steam powered wings onto people and horses and just <laughs> fly Go around. Eventually she, I love it. Eventually she grew up and entered society and met Charles Babbage who invented like this adding machine with a bunch of numbers and gears and stuff. And she was fascinated and mathed the heck out of it and created a program for a computer that was more intense than the one he already invented because like he literally couldn't make it (laughs) there there weren't enough fine-tuned gears in the world Mm -hmm. to make this big computer but she programmed it anyway (laughs) yeah that's (laughs) so cool insane yeah um and they've tested it like now and it would have worked yeah. Mm-hmm. It would have worked perfectly. <laughs> like so- making the software before the hardware. Like what? what? How? <laughs> it's yeah. Mind blowing. Mm-hmm. Literally. Yeah. <laughs> so she's my favorite. <laughs> yeah. I, That's fair. I have a hard time trying to pick between Hufflepuff and Ravenclaw. Yeah. Because like sure. I feel like if she wasn't stifled, she would yeah. be Hufflepuff. Yes. Mm. But like, then, uh, uh, so much of what you hear about her life sounds so Ravenclaw, but then she was pushed towards that. Like, yeah. it was Absolutely. the only thing she had. It's hard to mm. say. Because I mean, flyology is a like very. House of creativity. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. True. Art I don't know. I just feel like. I feel like strapping horses or horses. I feel like <laughs> strapping wings on a horse is a very Hufflepuff thing to think of. 
One hundred percent. It does sound really cool, and I'm a Hufflepuff. <laughs> <laughs> Although, to be fair, find me someone who doesn't think it'd be really cool to strap wings to a horse. Right. You know I don't want to be friends you with know them. Who would like come up with something like that in yeah. the world of Harry Potter? Yeah. Luna Lovegood. And Luna Lovegood, and she's a Ravenclaw. Yeah. Hmm. That's mm. a good point. Luna is like. A good a good comparison here. Yeah. 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 And like, I, while she was pushed towards Ravenclaw, the fact is, like, your environment does shape who you are as a person. So, like, mm-hmm. that would have just mm. like shaped her becoming a Ravenclaw anyway. Like, it, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, like the person that she is wouldn't exist. Yeah. Like, and like we might not have yeah. even been talking about her. Exactly. Yeah. 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 I think that's a good enough argument to have another Ravenclaw. I think we can have two Ravenclaws. Yeah. I think Maybe that's okay. Can we can have two Ravenclaws as a treat. As a treat. As a treat. <laughs> did we get all the other houses? Oh, yeah, we did. Okay, then, yeah, we're five. Yeah. Yay! We did it. <laughs> we got all the houses and two Ravenclaws. That's, yeah. that's valid. That's beautiful. Pretty balanced. Yeah, I mean, less. that's less than half of the people. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Our only restriction was that they couldn't all be Ravenclaw. Exactly. So we nailed it. Yeah. <laughs> Done. Did it. Science um... agrees. Forty percent of all STEM people are Ravenclaw. <laughs> <laughs> is, is that a house hot take? Boom. Oh man. Wonderful. Well, I think I thought about maybe doing a lightning round, but. We don't know enough about these people. Oh, one thing I will say. Uh, Elzada Clover and Lois Jodder, the botanists, are absolutely Hufflepuff, and there's no more discussion oh, needed. Yeah. A, a, a botanist <laughs> is, a, is a Hufflepuff. I, I, that comes with the territory. Neville Longbottom. Uh, he's fine. the most Hufflepuff Gryffindor, though. But he's Gryffindor. Yeah, but he's still a Gryffindor. Mm. <sighs> fine, Neville. <laughs> Ruined it. <laughs> there are statistical outliers. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> Neville is Spider's George. Oh my god. <laughs> Plant Neville. Plant Neville is a statistical outlier. It should not have been counted. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Thank you so much for joining us, guys. Yeah, thank yeah. you for having us. Thank you for having this us. This has been a lot of fun. Yeah. You want to plug your show real quick? Absolutely. Yes, so we do Sorted, not a Harry Potter podcast, where we do stuff like this all the time. Yeah, we uh, each episode we take a look at some kind of pop culture media, Yeah, and we go through the characters and do some character analysis and lots of jokes and decide what Hogwarts house they would be in. So we've just recorded our, our, our own guest month episode with John from Them's the Facts and... Ooh. Home viewing. Home viewing. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, we did Yuri on Ice. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. That would be fun. a good one. Yeah. yeah. So I look forward to that. It's exciting. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. It's, well, um, that's yeah. <laughs> we, we do actually have some news. Uh, oh, yeah. So uh, I have been. Uh, I have discovered this program that is called Folding at Home. And uh, so scientists are using uh, protein uh, molecules and how they fold on each other to be able to study diseases. 
And this takes a lot of computer power, calculations, everything. But this program allows uh, anybody to all allocate any unused resources from your computer to help with the, uh, that folding, basically creating one of the world's largest supercomputers. Uh, it's really cool. It's really <laughs> cool. cool. Um, and there is a leaderboard, and uh, we are actually creating a steampunks team and uh i am going to kind of humble brag here real quick i'm in the top two percent after eight eight days his computer is very good <laughs> so um uh yeah i would love for uh our listeners uh everyone on the network everything you know like to uh give what they can yeah just uh, when you're not using your computer yeah just a little um, flip of the switch and I try not to talk about this stuff, but, uh, you know, the COVID-19 is going on right now and they actually have a, you can pick, uh, to, to specifically focus on it. Yes. And so that's why I'm going pretty much 100% of my computer's <laughs> power to this until it's done. And, uh, yeah. yeah. So that's awesome. We'll, that's we'll, something concrete that you can actually yeah, that's... do. Exactly. Yeah. Absolutely. So we'll be sharing the team code and stuff and how to sign up but join us listeners yeah save the world with us <laughs> <laughs> all right well thanks again guys yeah, yeah. Thank, you. thank you <laughs> and uh you ready for the sign off i guess uh <laughs> yeah you go first don't you <laughs> Yes. Uh, we are a part of the Pocket Podcast Network, bringing quality content right to your pocket. Check out other shows like Sorted, maybe? Maybe. <laughs> Green maybe. Mountain Mysteries? Yeah, listen to me. <laughs> no, um, please listen to the rest of them. They are fantastic people. They are also people. good. Uh, what are y'all's social media? So you can find um, us at Sorted Pod on Twitter for the podcast itself. You can both also find us both individually. I'm at Pichu, P-T-C-H-E-W. And I'm at Codename JD. Pichu. And you can Pichu. follow us at... <laughs> you can follow us at Steampunks Pod on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. And you can follow me personally at Shockn underscore awesome. And uh, thanks to the band, The Crips, for the use of their song, Marie Curie, for our intro and outro. I'm Emily. And I'm Zach. You guys go now. I'm Alex. I'm JD. <laughs> <laughs> and keep flying, you beautiful, majestic, steam-powered horses. Me. <laughs> 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 This is Mike, the GM of the Dresden Files RPG podcast, Green Mountain Mysteries. We're a comedic actual play podcast about a Midwestern monster hunter. So Albion's kind of a, uh, he's a monster hunting type. He can't be a warlock, that's illegal. A psychic medium. Desdemona Brown. Sometimes Jack helps me, no, that's bad. <laughs> a criminal changeling. Rosetta Common. Monsters aren't real idiots because I'm going to make this monster not real with my magic powers. And a charismatic butt doctor. Sylvester Coopersmith. Hey, quick question, buddy, if that's cool with you. What the fuck is your deal with me? Trying to save the world from magical mayhem, using the backdrop of Burlington, Vermont in all of its splendor. What appears to be 
Champ, the Lake Champlain sea monster. (sighs) (laughs) Catch Green Mountain Mysteries every other Wednesday on the Pocket Podcast Network. Pocket Podcast Network. Quality programming right to your pocket.